Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, it's hump day. Let's get humping, Lori and Julia. Sex swing chair hey. optional on hump day. <laughs> that was so, let's get humping. <laughs> Boy, that's what we want to hear from you today, Rock. Yeah, let's get humping. <laughs> That was a flat start. Flat? I thought it was uh, rather rather uh, yeah, spicy. It wasn't. Okay, oh let's my get God. up and Julia and I just looked Look down at each other. Like, I don't want this on film. <laughs> <laughs> it is the hump dump. I have to tell you, um, is digging through. We have like a photo drawer is what I've decided to call it, Laurie, amongst other things here. Yes. And I found the cutest, Rocco, you got to go to the Lori and Julia Instagram page. The cutest picture of Lori. I don't know what year it was, Lori, I want from the SAG Awards. say might have been like 2010, 2011. And you, I looked at the picture. I was looking through pictures and there's one. We had pictures in the Rocco. We still have to show you from when Lori was on To Tell the Truth. That's right. And has the triple blahs and the triple nipple enhancers. Mm-hmm. Well, you have pictures from that? I do. Yeah. We found them. Oh, good. We so, still don't have the video, but we no, have but pictures. we could post That's the pictures. The yeah, mm-hmm. but then, but this picture—if you look at the picture, Lori looks—you look like Sharon Stone in this picture. And you always, since I've known you thirty years, have said she's my muse, she's my hair muse. We've agreed and disagreed with some for later yes, hairstyles yes. that we're not into. Um, but this hairstyle on you, I think, is one of the top ones. But it was the year that the guys from the closer were in in there. I pretended I was you, Sharon she Stone. Did. I got to walk around with you. Watch out, Roger Bart's. Roger Bart, Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives right. won a SAG Awards, and you grabbed it from him. I said, "I'm going to pretend Ten. I'm Sharon Stone." And she went around because she Sharon did win for. She was an ensemble. She was there that year, and so you're just like no, you. She wasn't at the awards. No. But I was there, you, so she was there. <laughs> <laughs> she was there vicariously. So who was the winner? Because then we could figure out what year it was. Uh, Roger Bart. Okay, I'll look that Desperate up. Housewives, Desperate Housewives. Uh, the, the, the dentist. The, close, the closer. Were, oh, were remember that John Den- Tenney? Or looks Den- like he won in 06. So this is a Lori, this flashback. is very early. Oh, yeah. This is a big flashback. Wow. I feel like, no, that was the first year that they won, but it was a later year on that one, that Monique Lulier. I didn't, I graduated up to wearing, that was like an ostrich feather gown. Oh, you know, we, oh, wow. we graduated. We, honest to God, that years. was, I can't even tell. That, that was so much fun. Yeah, really How was. much fun was that? Oh, yeah, my speaking gosh. Of fun. But you want to see a pretty picture. You look, Thank you, Joe, you yeah. really look quite lovely in that picture. And I, I love that hairdo on you. The short shorts. Uh-huh. It's really pretty. Okay. Speaking of fun. Yes. I see it in the paper today. Okay. 
Donald Love sent me a text this morning. Is Donnie in the paper? With the cowbell. No, but spectators now welcome at Grandma's Marathon. Oh, So we can get out our cowbells. We are going to be able to spectate the race with the loosening of pandemic protocols. Marathon organizers switched up plans because originally it was no spectators. Right, which is ridiculous. And we were going crazy. Right. Um, but anyway, so, uh, but the traditional live music under a big tent near the finish line is moved to Bayfront Park. So it's in a bigger place. Yeah. I How mean, long of it is, that's quite a Oh, it's a quick, easy walk. Is it? But that's the fun of grandma's. Is, is the music. Is being right there at the finish that line. Is, with and, the music and, and everything. everything. But that's okay. We'll take it. And uh, I don't know. Um, uh, they're doing all, uh, you know, they're not going to charge you admission. Usually it's an admission sure. for the tent. So they will lose a lot of beer money. Okay. But maybe they've got beer money association by getting the licenses sure. for the Bayfront Park. So, all right. Anyway, I'm like. Uh, that is a, that's a game changer, Lori, because I, at thrilled. one point you were going to come to my cabin that weekend instead. No, I'm not. Now it's completely <laughs> been overruled. Not with the cowbells. Being that available. is that's a big de- deal. Yeah. I went to a new restaurant last night after tennis. Um, the it's called Lowbrow. It's on. Um, oh yeah. Oh my word! It's on Forty Second and Nicolet. And um, we sat at the bar first of all. When's the last nice time you've done that? that? Yeah. It was heaven. Had a cocktail. Heaven, and then had this burger, which was called. Um, Are you having? You're already starting the hot vac summer. Oh, I, my hot <laughs> yeah. vac summer! I'm completely vaccinated. Yeah, and I am so in the middle of hot vac summer. That's our hashtag this yeah. summer. Last year it was hot clam summer, oh, hot summer was? clams. Okay, we did it backwards. This year it's hot vacs. But um, <laughs> I had this burger. I split with my friend Lisa, the royal jam, and it was a bacon fig shallot jam with arugula and a rich creamy. Um, Cambozulia cheese or something. Oh, I thought I died and went to heaven. Wow. Yeah, I used to live on that block. Did you? Nicola. We used to live right next door to Curran's, which I think, is that still? I, I don't know. Closed, right? I don't know, because I haven't been on that block forever. But yeah, there was a couple days that we went to like the uh, lowbrow twice in one day, like breakfast and dinner. They I, just I, Everything they make is just really solid. Like it, nothing right. flashy or special, just like Really good burger, oh. really good nachos, really good chicken. You know, oh, this burger! It was so in the con- it was so fun to just be decadent and sit at the bar. bar and you know yeah. who I sat next to? You remember Darcy, who used to work here with Ian and Marjorie? Yes, she was there. Oh my she goes, Julia, and I'm like, I know you. I know, no, no, know you. And then I'm like, your name starts with a D. And then I'm like, just willing my brain to yeah, come yeah. out with the rest of it. It took a little while, but I got it. But um, she says hi to everybody. So and, that was kind and of And the bar there is, a, it's all kind of laminated with like baseball cards, like That's, vintage baseball cards. Yes. And then when you go in the restrooms, because they have funky wallpaper in there. And then when you go by the restrooms, they've got like old hams or some type of signs with people water skiing, but they're backwards. Mm-hmm. And then you can see him in the mirror, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, really, it's cool. It's a cool place. I was really delighted. So if anyone's looking for a great place with great food, and then you have some tables outside, and the owner was there and said hi, and I can't remember her name, but I, but you know, I Laurie said I know I this is my line, but I know it's true, Laurie, because I don't say that because I looked at Darcy and I'm like I know you, yeah, and well, she's that like, one you were right for once you were right, but normally <laughs> you just say that as your cast off. No, oh honey, are you famous? You must be famous. No, 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 no. She always says, no, oh, no. no. 
How do I, I know you? We've met okay. before, and because, nine times out of ten, no. But she agreed met. with me that we had met before. Well, uh, duh, of course, Darcy. No, not Darcy, but the the restaurant owner. Um, owner. Oh, okay. and she agreed that we had met before, and what I said, "Good manners, right, Lori?" Because I just. <laughs> Because I do this, but nine times out of ten, Lori, I have. No, nine times out of ten, you have not. <laughs> People go, no, but I wish I would have met you another time or whatever. No, you just I feel, blank, I, say, I, but I don't. Everybody. I don't. I I I hold that close to my heart. I only say it to people I really believe you, in my mind. But you believe you've met everybody. There you so go. Every time you say it, you do mean it. I mean, you're sincere. I do mean it. Real. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is. And then, of course, I couldn't have been happier because um, happiness happened in my living room today. I got a new couch from Furniture Manor delivered. Oh, Rocco, it is so beautiful. Nice. It is. You have wanted a new couch for a really long time. I will say that. My divorce. Which has been, what, six years? At least. Okay, that's a really long time. I have, and I've looked and looked, and I got it off the showroom floor at Furniture Manor. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm so happy. Oh, good. I, I'm. It's so beautiful and comfortable and comfortable and gorgeous and that was a good, good thing quality. With the other one, you didn't oh, I know. like how you sat in. Oh, that one went to my son about a month ago. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is he happy with? He's that? very he's happy with fabulous. Big Red. He's got Big Red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one had been around for a while, but anyway, I just it's been a really great day. Well, good. I'm so uh-huh. happy, and it's Wednesday. It is so hot fact summer is that, happening. That's right. It's getting humping with Rocco. Yeah. yeah, I just have visions of the two little dogs on Real Housewives of New York last night humping. That's that's what <laughs> they I thought really of. were. They really, they were. really were. All right, listen. When we come back, their story we can't get enough of. The Go Go's who surprised a lot of people by getting in. To the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on their very first year of eligibility. Wow, that is a surprise. Yeah, um, especially like, you know, there's a lot of people like, ah, you know, this person, that person or whatever. But the Go-Go's did it uh, first year. Um, we've got a little report from CBS this morning okay. about the class of uh, 2021. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for what it says is the most diverse class of inductees in history. Jay-Z, the Foo Fighters, the Go-Go's, Todd Rundgren will be inducted in the performers category. So will Tina Turner and Carole King. They're being honored for the second time in their careers. The Hall says this is the first time three female artists are being being inducted in the performers category. Very exciting list. Yeah, isn't it something when the list comes out, Anthony, I think, who else could they add? And they always find somebody, yep. and always somebody who's well-deserved. Jay-Z to be in there is yep. fantastic. Yep. Tina Turner, of course. Yeah, people are shocked King. when they saw Tina Turner nominated and Carole King. They're like, aren't they in? But, of course, Carole King was in with her songwriting partner from her husband, Jerry Goffin. And Tina Turner was in with Ike. Ike, yeah. Yes, but and now she they're... She certainly deserves it. She very much so. so yeah. Dave Grohl, yeah, who's well. coming in with the Foo Fighters, is in for the second time because he's in with Nirvana. Yeah. A couple of other interesting po- notes. Billy Preston is getting a uh, an early influencer award. Remember Billy Preston? He played... Uh, he had a couple of big hits. Yeah. But he was actually... The I didn't know this. Beatles. He was in Little Richard's touring band, and he played on Sam Cooke album. Billy Preston's big hit. We used to sing nothing all the from time. nothing. Yeah, and nothing really go from around nothing. Oh, that's a great song. Nothing. Yeah, yep. I knew yep. you would know. I knew. You and would know. LL yeah. Cool J will receive the Musical Excellence Award for originality and influence on music. 
All right. So just a couple of things. Those guys, they were kind of funny. Nothing from nothing it. needs nothing. Um, but uh, okay. So Jay Z is made history as the first living solo rapper to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall. That's of awesome. Fame. And uh, getting in on his first year of eligibility, just like the Go Go's right. and also the Foo Fighters. Okay. This is their first year of eligibility. And as they said in the piece, Dave Grohl is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with Nirvana. Of course, Tina Turner as a solo artist, Carol King, Todd Rundgren. Um, they have a couple of categories. And when they were talking about Billy Preston, uh, Rocco, do you know why he's always why he's referred to as the fifth Beatle? Well, um, so in some of those later years, and I think this will come out in that Peter Jackson, the movie, Let It Be, he played uh, some keyboards, I think, on like that Let It Be uh, album, album and stuff. Okay. And I think when you watch when they do that rooftop performance, mm-hmm. I want to say he's on keyboards. Yeah, oh, I think all right. right. So yeah. he's uh, so people have been waiting a long time for Billy Pre- Preston. Roger Friedman said his manager. Joyce Moore has been fighting to protect his legacy. Like, what a great artist okay. that he was. Apparently, Jay-Z was uh, dead last in the fan voting that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame does. but In so the critic do, voting? They do performer category, and then the early influence, and then the musical excellent, which is Randy Rhodes, Billy Preston, LL Cool J. And... Um, Iron Maiden did not get in there. People are mad about that. People are mad that the Go-Go's got in there. Of course, I got all mad, and I'm going to be doing a vintage scandal on all of this because, of course, Cher and Sonny and Cher... Are still not in it? Are still not in it. Oh, I can't wait. This deserves a vintage scandal segment. Yes. Yeah, you know, I was looking at some other snubs. Uh, No George Michael, no Mariah Carey. Also, Rage Against the Machine is not in there. I don't know why they just don't call it the Music Hall of Fame. It does seem weird. It it Because it kind of... Or like the popular Music Hall of Fame, but then do you need to bring in like Bing Crosby? There's a whole and, story with why it's called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's, there's it's a couple just of a, different It's reasons. such a disconnect with the categories that I, that I just think for the average yeah. person, it just should be called the Music Hall of Fame. Well, Julia, it is not, and okay. it's not going to be called that. <laughs> well, I'm petitioning right now. Change.org. Um, let's change it. Uh, let's see. But there will be a ceremony this year, you know. Oh, last year. Okay. Because last year wasn't. Uh, so it'll be October in Cleveland. And um, uh, what else? The New York Dolls are not in it. Kate Bush. So people were like all really an Iron Maiden. That's where people were like really fired up that the Go-Go's got in before those. People. I would. I can see that again based on the name. Black and Roll Hall of Fame. I can see it. Yeah. I see that. The other one was Devo didn't make it or Mary Jane Blige. Mm-hmm. MJ Blige. And they've been eligible maybe. For- they have. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A few years, but uh, so anyway, so that is going on. I didn't, you know, it was kind of surprising that it's the first time three women have been in. at the same at the same time. I know. Yeah, I know. So, so slow. Um, on all of that, but uh, you know, I think uh, you know, I'm happy for Tina. Not that she's going to be there or anything, but right. Well, I, why wouldn't she go? I think too that that Go Go's documentary that people might have watched might have oh, influenced some votes. But why wouldn't that was so good? Why wouldn't Tina Turner be well, there? Didn't she have a stroke or something? Tina Turner is not going to be making any more public appearances. I don't think based well, on that documentary that we just saw her based on all the different. I, I, I don't know that she has. I know she has a lot of health issues and everything, but you know, she made an appearance at the, at the Broadway. That was two years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, didn't you? Yeah. Like Lori said, like at the end of that documentary, it seemed like this is is my last public appearance. Did she know she was going to be inducted into the rock and roll (laughs) hall of fame though? At the time when that went down, you can do a video message or whatever. I mean, Tina is whatever. whatever What do you think? And do they get to choose who inducts them? Like, yes. who do you think she'll pick? I wouldn't it be cool if, like, don't know. I mean, that's the interesting thing. Like, who does Tina Turner pick? I think you do get to pick. Yeah, you do pick. So, um, who would... if I were Tina, I would pick like Janet Jackson. No, I would... she can't sing strong enough. No, you don't have to sing. Oh, yeah, you have the, someone is delivering the words to honor you. I forget what did they do last year during COVID? Did they have a ceremony and with who knows? There stuff? are so many videos it because there was like nobody there or they didn't. I can't. There are so many. Usually, I do watch it, DVR it on HBO. That's where it's aired before, but they would just air the whole four hours. And then they started editing it down to like an hour and a half, and that's been better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, HBO, yeah, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. But like, no one would watch it, and HBO would throw it on Saturday night, you know, all four hours, and then they're like, "Oh, maybe we should edit this and right. tighten tighten it up and everything." So, Joy, I have some very before we move on from Rock and Roll Hollow, okay, we what? will move on from that. Um, Gen Z is calling our beloved. Tell me denim the- jackets, chuggy. No. <laughs> okay, and I just bought, we both just bought them. You bought a mango one at Ever Even. I just bought uh-huh. a, another distress. I, I will Which never. is means you're slightly off trend. No, I don't care. Trying too hard. I don't think a jean jacket Lazy ever attitude. goes out of style because what's the option? A satin jacket? I mean, this is a practical jacket that we use for practical reasons. Well, so this the, is Gen Z's latest insult. How old are those generation. damn Gen Zs? Are? I like need a flow chart of would my, you? I think my 10 year old has put denim on his body like one time. Yeah. Like that denim is just not a thing for I, these kids. I saw my kid showed up in a pair of Wrangler jeans because he, he does landscaping the other day. And I'm like, gosh, those are, I like, I like seeing my kids in jeans. The other one, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Hasn't worn jeans for years. I've never seen him in jeans. No. Your One kids of are Gen Z, I think. Is that what? They? I don't I don't know the years for these things. I think Gen Z is like. I know uh, I'm not a World War II like baby. People in their 20s would be Gen Z. Okay. Millennials are uh, 30-ish. Are, yeah, more like mid-30s. Okay. So we're chuggy in our jean jackets. Because really the options, there aren't any other options to wear. Unless they want us to wear the cut-off sweatshirts that just go underneath our breastbone. You know, our breasts. 
just let that's you, what they wear. I'm just letting you know that people okay. might say. Well, I'll just say Chugi, and you can make the Chewbacca sound, Lori, and we could really be losers. Do it. Do it. Do the sound. Come on. Do it. What sound? The Chewbacca sound. Oh, yeah. Come on, you I do it. last week. I did. Do it. I did. I will. All right. I got to have the mood hit me. Just All like right. the Vart sound. She just, it can't be on demand. It'll, it'll come in later. She's not like a you least say, it. spin it and pull the string. Lori can't perform like that. Lori's right, a true artist. Todd Rundgren, and of course, he's getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He, he's always been kind of an innovative guy, kind of like Billy Preston. He had his own huge hits in the early 70s, but then he produced everyone from... Grand Funk Railroad to Meatloaf to XTC. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean that Meatloaf record sold like eighty million copies. Right? No, he he that was, he was way overdue. He reminded me. Hold on, your mic's off. Now you go. Oh, he looked like Todd Rundgren looked like Jackson Brown to me. Do they kind of well, look they were alike? The same kind of era with the long. I kind of felt and... like those two looked alike a little bit. Okay, so we have to talk about the story yes. that, did, that Roger Friedman has been talking about this since January. He predicted uh, back in January when Ellen, uh, t- she's basically lost over a million viewers that she's never going to get back. And he has been saying since January, they're going to pull the plug on this show. She'll never make it to the 20th season. Right. And... The news breaks today that uh, Ellen, in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, um, is saying that she is uh, ending her talk show. She announced that um, it just wasn't a challenge anymore. It's just not a challenge anymore. And... um, uh, you know, said it didn't. She she did admit that the year of terrible press um, really hurt her feelings. Yes, and I can see that. She told uh, Oprah's going to be on with her tomorrow, and I can't. I wish Oprah would ask her, "Are you a challenge or are you challenged?" <laughs> you know. Yeah, I would love that. Um, but she decided. You know, she's been living in her talk show prison for a long time. She told the Hollywood Reporter. I was going to stop after season 16. That was going to be my last season. They wanted me to sign for right. four more. I said, sign for one. They said, no, you can't do that, blah, blah, blah. And everyone kept saying, even when I signed, you know, it's going to be 19. Don't you want to just go to 20? And she said uh, the allegations of cruelty and the hostile work environment did not uh, impact her decision to end the show. She is bored. She's not one to let the bullies win. No, I I hear her. No, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, um, she has so many other programs on the air, Lori. But when you take her her statement, and Game of Games is going to get canceled. Sure. That's last half of it. But she yet. has design shows and know, other things that she's more interested in. But when she says it's just not a challenge anymore, the Hollywood speak on that is it's no fun since I can't just randomly walk around and yell at whoever I want anymore. <laughs> okay? That's, it's hard to be nice when you're mean. Okay? That's <laughs> hard to be nice when you don't want to be. Right. That's what all right? of this means. And I do think... Uh, we can read between the lines because she does tell the Hollywood Reporter um, that all that that story were and the story was, you know, all of these employees, past, present 
employees were saying this has been the most awful place to work yep. for years and years. There's bullying in the office. There's harassment. Ellen is very difficult. There's all these yes, things. And yes. So she said about that, she said um, that that almost impacted the show. I, I love okay? that line. I love that almost line. Almost impacted well, the show. Be, uh, she said it was very hurtful to me. I mean, very. But if I was quitting the show because of that, I wouldn't have come back this season. Well, that's not true because she had a she has a contract, mm-hmm. and that would be worse than anything. Well, her contract ends at the end of the year. But that's what I mean. Yeah. she's saying she could have not come back. But that she's isn't spinning true. it her own way, Laura. Yeah, I know. She's she's she not said it renewing. Destroyed me, honestly. I believe her. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. And I believe that a hundred percent. And then the allegations of a toxic workplace, and unfortunately, I learned all about that through the press. I mean, that's just not believable. That part is not believable, right? Not for that many years. So they did fire three people. Yes, they you did know, for that, but. Um, uh, yeah, she's and a lot of people. Dakota Johnson was trending quickly because if you remember, she was one in of the 2019. People. Ellen tried to call out Dakota Johnson on her show for not inviting her to her birthday party. And Ellen or Dakota famously said, actually, no, that's not the truth, Ellen. Yes. And what ensued was a very awkward but perfect TV exchange as the pair bantered about what really happened. And it was Ellen was at a Texas football game with George Bush mm-hmm. and Dakota. It was just like, you know, so, so people were being very uh, funny on Twitter. Are you surprised this. even for half a second? I'm not at all. I'm not because no. her, she's now gets Kelly she's, and Ryan are at close to 2 million. Ellen is now getting beat by Wendy Williams and Maury Povich. And mm-hmm. that audience isn't coming back and it hasn't come back. And really what killed Ellen's show was twofold, in my opinion. Her COVID shows last summer were beyond painful. Mm -hmm. Her in her living room, sitting on a chair, cross-legged with not a drop of makeup on, a mop with her producer's Mary's picture on it, and And the guy outside looking like a a gardener outside uh, on a window. And she... It was like, wow, she really, the machine of Ellen makes, has made her show funny. And it was mm-hmm. like we saw inside of that and what a joyless home show it was. Mm-hmm. And everyone was having to do home shows. The TV yes. thing. It wasn't like she was the only one. And then, um, and then the BuzzFeed mm-hmm. thing about Those yes. two things together. So she's not been able to, um, Get she, those shows, the, no, get the audience no. back. And um, uh, I think she's just had enough. I think it's difficult to come to work because she's looking around and feeling, I mean, maybe if she didn't know that uh, her place was a place of a holes all over the place, mm-hmm. she certainly should have. Well, this is true, but I also you know, think there's a burnout thing too. I mean, she... She doesn't need the money at all. It's never been about the no. money for her. Yeah. I just think that when she took that show at home, it was a tough how one. produced it was. Yeah. Was so clear because there was so little joy. I was hate watching it. It was giving me 
something to do. I know, Laura. You've hate watched everything, though. Well, I, you know what? It's a thing to do. Well, apparently, you know, I don't, I don't, you, you are more dedicated to hate watching than I am. Yeah, remember I hate watched Chris, Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. I, I gave up after two oh, days. Was... Bethany Frankel, you hate watched her day t- oh, talk yeah. show. Oh, yeah. I, I just don't have the, the level of discipline that you right. have when it comes to hate watching. I, I but, disengage so much quicker. I think that, I think CBS made the decision for her. the contract yeah. was up they're getting yeah. her the way out they know the king has no clothes in this case kelly clarkson is circling around because i'll bet you anything she moves into that time slot sure i bet you're right yeah you know and because yeah Cause and again nick cannon is supposedly having a daytime an afternoon talk show next fall and so i mean it's really weird like her legacy would have been completely untouched if she'd retired when, when she, she wanted, wanted to. to. No kidding. And didn't listen to everybody else. Because I bet the other pressure that went along with that, and we've learned how many people her show employed. It had over 250 yeah. employees or something. So when she's thinking of ending her contract, because you're the name of the marquee, there's so much more behind the scenes and all these jobs would go away for all these people that you care for. But they already, that's already BS because they're going to replace that show. And they're going to, most of those people will keep their job if they want right. to. Right, so but I'm talking Ellen, in 2016. But Ellen would have known that. There's yeah. no way that they give up that talk show time. Uh, yeah, it would just yeah. be somebody else. Well, so her staying for the money for herself ended up being a bad decision yep. on her part when you think of what... The last year has done to her reputation. 100%. And it will, you know, because she's been groundbreaking in, you know, so many other ways. But she so clearly showed us how much she hated doing the show. Yes. It was shocking. To me, if you have FU money. Go away. That's the whole point of having Mm -hmm. it, is to be able to do that. Well, speaking of, uh, uh, you know, talk show host, Wendy Williams. I don't understand this. You need to. All right. So Wendy, Wendy did a terror. She did a Luca like thing. She did a date. She found a boyfriend online. No, on her talk show. show. That's what I mean. Okay. She did a date, Wendy. And Luca like Rocco refers to Luca who used to work here way way back in the day. Before my time. When Harry was here. (laughs) got involved. They got assigned numbers. And. Ding. um, Harry. You're number 86, and she did a dating thing. It's just mm. disastrous. So Wendy Williams met a man on her talk show during the Date Wendy segment, which felt very tragic to me when I was watching it. I just thought, well, they're fresh Again, out Again, another of show, because you are the woman who knows the most about the talk, talk shows. Yes, I did not like the idea of a mini <laughs> dating competition for Wendy. I just thought, are people out of ideas over there? Anyway, so, uh, but she had three... Dates, one of them being a weekend date with this guy, Mike, in Maryland. So right. she could eat crab cakes and lobster rolls. That's and I, I think, think she liked him. Well, she liked him, but they dated, they went on three dates and they're already in a fight because yesterday um, on her talk show, she just basically broke up, you know, just announced that they'd uh, broken up and he was just like, woo. We'd have to be dating to be broken up. Oh, and then she all right, that's really funny. That's really funny. That's really funny. Yeah. He said, as I explained to Wendy. That is funny. As I explained to Wendy, I'm too busy to pursue a full-blown relationship with someone who lives in New York City while he lives in Maryland. He doesn't have that kind of time. 
I get what he's saying. But why would he even put his hand head, hand in the name in his hat to be a dating person if he's not available? Maybe he thought Wendy was uh, really cute and thought, why mm-hmm. not? Maybe get a double dare. You know, mm-hmm. they did have three dates. That's more than some of the bad guys. We'd have get. to be dating to break up. Uh, okay, that's really. And then fun. she called yeah. him childish. I like. You know what? I like that. And I like everything about that. Isn't I like him calling her out. I like her. She got a wax museum. Oh, did she? Get she got a wax. Yes. So she posed next to her wax figure. Uh, it actually looks like her. It, it was does. one of the better ones that uh-huh. I've seen. Um, I think those are funny places to go visit the wax museums. Yeah. And I think they're opening up again. Yeah, that's something to do in a rainy day. It for totally sure. is. Is that okay. part of hot vac summer? You're just going to go to yeah, yeah. Hot well, wax if vac you're visiting, summer. okay. So if you're visiting like New York City and it's pouring rain, yeah, you know, you go to some of the Guinness Book of World Records as uh, Rid- Ridley's, believe yeah, it or not, museum, and then right next door is Madame Tussauds. There's one in Vegas, right? Yes, yeah, we've they're yeah, the they're place. kind of. Fun. Right. <laughs> go to the original Madame Grevin in Paris because that was before Madame Tussauds. Tussauds. If you if you're if you're a purist, if you're a wax museum purist, purist that's right. <laughs> <laughs> know your museums, know, know your, your wax. Mu- that's right. All right, listen, we come back. Uh, Mayor of Easttown did it again, broke another ratings record for HBO. They're popping champagne at Jay-Z and Beyonce's house with him getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. First living rapper to do so on the first year of eligibility. Which is awesome. Awesome. We remember how much fun we had at that concert? Oh my gosh. Oh, Rocco. That was really that, fun. I and there were like 6,000 people there total. Yeah. Which one was that? Because I saw the one at uh, Target Center with, um, what's the pedophile guy uh, from Chicago? Oh, R. Kelly? Yeah. It was uh, Jay-Z and R. Kelly. Oh, you know, we were at the Excel. We were at the Excel and, so, and we had the suite and okay. we had listeners with us. Yeah. Um, and, it was. And the bonus girl was there. And yeah. Sister my was sister in was in town. And I gave my credit card for <laughs> beer. Oh, that, this was really good. For beer and maybe wine. And I mean, I swear it was like two bottles of wine and like a 12-pack of beer. And it, my bill was like $400. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. It was <laughs> but it, like we had water. That's it. Yeah, because it was was it a it was a station event? Or yes, yes, okay, yes, 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 yes. So I just like the uh, good old water. I decided that you know I was Madonna and Sharon Stone. That you really I, were. I would buy drinks for everybody. You really were. Okay. I kind of liked it. Yeah, I know. I, I kind of liked we it a lot. Some desserts. Yeah, I it was, was like, it was super it. fun. We need, we need beer. We did. Yeah, that was a fun show though. Oh, it was so fun. Yeah, well, I think we just posted that, or someone else in our family posted it. It recently. came up as a flash. That was memory because it. it was around this time of year. Yeah. Oh, so fun. Okay, so uh, uh, Mayor of Easttown, which we're all watching. Uh, I watched it last night. Yeah. Because uh, uh, um, I my mom doesn't have HBO, so we didn't uh, right. watch it. Right. And uh, it broke the million mark on Sunday night, posting almost 1.1 million viewers on just HBO. And that's up over a million viewers from episode two. And this I'm, was episode, I'm telling was you, this five? No, four. Four? I'm telling you, it is so good. And there's only six, right? Six or seven, seven. I can double check. And then, oh. of course, the show was, that was a hilarious spoof on SNL. <laughs> yes, it was, it was Dirt, hilarious, right. That was... Did you murder my daughter? I think <laughs> Chris, It was so funny. She's hysterical. Whoever that girl is. Yeah, it's not yeah, Kristen yeah. Wiig, is it? It's, what's her name? 
Yeah, the one who does yeah. um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And, oh, she's so Kate McKinnon. Fun. Kate McKinnon. She yeah. is hysterical. So major plot twist reveal at the end. And Casey and I were trying to um, figure out because that episode was called Syphysis. I, I didn't even syphilis. know what the word. I okay. was like, syphilis is coming. <laughs> I know. But I'm like, what is syphysis? I'm pretty sure, isn't that the Greek uh, of course, mythology that? of the guy rolling the Correct. rock up the hill and then he gets to the top and then it rolls back down and he has to start over? Yeah. That's, that of course correct. you do it sit and be. Well, we, we discuss Greek mythology usually before and after the show. Yeah, right. Oh, so you do, usually do. we do it yeah. during the show. Casey is a, he and one of my kids Greek loves it too. mythology and it's really kind of fun and he's just like, okay, now what was that? And I'm like, I don't know. That was a great, and this is a great rock, show. I said, okay, so it's something we're just like, it's mm-hmm. something is happening, but we're starting all over again. And then this, I'm plot finding, twist that I'm, happens. yes. And I'm wow. finding if you wanted to wait till the end of, you know, the season of this, you could for 1499, just buy HBO max for one month, you know, and then you can delete it. It was very easy. Cause I purchased it the other day yeah, and deleted it in the same day. Yeah. Cause I figured, yeah, it looks like it's seven episodes. It'll be wrapped up by May 30th. I, I'm th- I'm thinking, okay, so I don't know. Whatever happens, they could easily have a new mystery for the second season because Jean Smart is terrific in it. As, oh, my gosh, but, she wasn't she so good but in, this do you think in the last episode? Do you think that uh, she wants to do that? Uh, she could. Uh, Julie... Um, Julianne Nicholson, who plays her bestie, she's amazing. She, and she, we haven't seen her in things in a long Masters of yeah, Sex, we that's what she and, was in, yeah. Um, but she, they could easily do a second season. And the reason why I think that, that she would is that these actors are catching on. These eight, seven episode one and done kind of a thing that just for that prestige thing, it's like doing... Six dates in Las Vegas for it, a residency. It's kind of a buzzkill, conducive to maybe having, a, you know, not having to work as much. Well, it's and wonderful. Is, yeah, it's wonderful. I just I want them to. I, I have want to. The, I want. Well, a I'm going to look season. at right now. Um, Kate, what's her name? Winslet? Kate Winslet. What she's got going on, and then I had Casey and I had a thought about who the killer is. Okay, is this going to be a spoiler alert? Well, I mean, I'm not going to right. say, but... Well, I'm... Dead. All right, so here's what... Oh, gosh, Kate Minslet, Winslet, she's got... But she's probably filmed all this She's crap. doing Avatar 2 as post-production, pre-production for Lee and Fake. So she's got time. She's got time. Yeah. She really didn't work for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so, too. This is kind of a big... Like, welcome back for Well, none of us saw Ammonite about the the lesbian fossil collectors from the 1800s. That got lost last year. (laughs) She was in... Yeah, um... She was in another show that we didn't watch called Moomin Valley. Yeah, but God, she's just... Oh, it was animated. She did a lot of voice work. She was... She's going to be racking up the Emmys and stuff, but it was so good last night, and I still have to vouch... Personally, Julia, for Cruel Summer on Fee Freeform. Okay, that is a good mystery thriller. New this York Housewives were back for episode two last night. The Burning Man episode it was absolutely hysterical. Okay, Rocco. So they go to someone's house in the Hamptons. We're so in the it, we're homeless. in the middle. We're in the middle of COVID. Yeah. Everything's on lockdown. Okay. So they're trying to figure out how to have fun and um, film, something. film something. And they go to Ramona's place in the Hamptons, where she calls her people to help. Which is so 
rude. Mm-hmm. And um, it's but so Ramona. It's so Ramona, and everyone is in these wild outfits. I mean, it really. I don't know. I liked it better than the first episode. I'm gonna say they were setting the table, and they. Uh, I'm living for Ebony. I'm really. I really her. like her a lot. I really am. I've, I get what you're saying about Sonia. Oh, she's, my heart breaks that she's stuck. Yeah, she really is. She stuck. owns this townhouse. She was Sonia Morgan. She was married to J.P. Morgan, a Morgan, and she was like 30, and he was like 80, 70 when they got married and had a child, and she can't sell the townhouse that she has um, from him in New York City and it's probably worth a gob of money because it's like three story with a garden in the back but it's just a money pit for her and then she's just stuck and then she drinks too much Yeah, and then she just does dumb stuff and I feel like she's on drink be sad, be creative work out, get my crap together then drink she seems like a real spark plug in the confessional, so I'm hoping for the best. Julia. I'm hoping for the best. I want her to snap out of it, but she feels like she's in a in a cycle of yeah. just not a bad one, not a good one. All right. Well, she looks cute. She sure does. She just feels sad. Her heart feels sad. Yeah. All right. Listen, All right. We're gonna get to happy because we're coming up with uh, Dolly at Dollywood. <laughs> This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.